Hello and welcome to Pixel Pals. My name is Xanadude and I'm joined by my good friend, Zach. Welcome to the show. It's a video game podcast where we don't only talk about Elden Ring, I promise. Not this week anyways. <laughs> uh, um, we are in the new studio and by studio, I mean my cold basement, which is frigid. Uh, Zach, how how is your week? How's your Monday gone? We're, we record on Mondays. My Monday has been a typical Monday. It's It's been fine. Uh, it's it it's very cold today. I am kind of a fool. I wish I checked the weather. I was like, oh, I'll wear like really teeny tiny socks and a short sleeve t-shirt under my thin hoodie and I'll be fine because it's almost April. You would think it's warm, right? But Psych. Mother Nature, yeah, that's what Mother Nature said. Mother Nature said, Zach, you fucking idiot. Zach, what did we do to be blessed by so many good video games getting released in such a small window? Um, COVID, man. I, I feel like... COVID has a big part to play in that one, you know, because think about it this way, 2019, ooh, ooh, there, there's a good chunk, but like, I feel like the last gaming year that we had that was just full of hit after hit after hit was 2018. Yeah. We had banger after banger in 2018 and then 2019, not so much. And then unfortunately we were in the midst of a worldwide pandemic the last two years. Thanks so, for the update. I was worried that I forgot about it. Yeah. Just in case. Um, but um, so I think that's part of it. Like, you know, now that a lot of the restrictions have been lifted for the most part, people are able to get back into work on a lot of these games that were supposed to be coming out earlier to begin with. Um, so I think that's that's it. We're like all these games that were delayed for so long that I feel like they're supposed to be interspersed a bit more are. I mean, they're all just getting hit right now and i'm okay with it i that's a good problem to have yeah so we have tiny tina's wonderland that dropped we have kirby forgotten lands yep um Go star wars uh the skywalker saga is coming out next week yep next tuesday and uh ghostwire tokyo ghostwire just came tokyo out. um it, it, there's just a ton of new games out there to play i feel like a lot of people are still playing elden ring we're not going to talk about it but i haven't beaten the game yet neither is zach so no. we're i'm still like neck deep into that but it's just like a really refreshing time for video games. Like this has not happened in a long time and it's been very frustrating. Kind of like you play a game, like you beat a game and then, oh, well, I'm going to go back to another game that I used to play. And then maybe by the time I finish that one, something else will be new. Yeah. Like it's I not said, good on my wallet though. Yeah. Oh, definitely not. But like I said, I feel like the last game year for gaming that was really like this was 2018 newsflash for those of you bad at math. That was four years ago. Yeah. Well, a long time. either way, we're excited. Oh yes, um, Zachary. Do you plan on playing the either new Kirby game or Tiny Tina's? Which, I, which one are you more excited for? Which one would be like I would play that over the other one? I know they're both good games, but just pick one. I think I would do Tiny Tina's only because I have friends that I definitely know I could get to play. Like I know I could get you to jump on Tiny Tina's. I know I could get my friend Mike to jump on Tiny Tina's. Yeah, it's got like some pretty weird reviews on Metacritic right now. I was looking earlier today. It's sitting at like an 80, which is good. Like, no, that's not. But, that, but a but, lot of yeah. the comments are people being like, I wish it wasn't so Borderlands-y. And I'm like, oh. like it's a Borderlands spinoff. I'm, summar I'm the summarizing the comments, obviously. But <laughs> a lot of people like thought it was going to be a bigger departure of the series mm. than it is. And I I'm see. not upset about that. I oh, think. I yeah. I like Borderlands games. B Borderlands 3 and some of like the the pre-sequel, like they get a bad rap, but they're not bad games. They just there's nothing that gets changed. Right. Like the last 3 Borderlands have felt almost exactly the same. So I'm really excited for a fresh take on the series. I also have a lot of friends that would be interested in playing. Um would, how many people can play in one world at once? I believe 4. Oh, that's, that's four, 4 at once. That's I know. Sad. And um 
and crazy. This is going to be for you gamers younger than the age of 18. Um, on next-gen consoles, four-person split-screen. Really? Yep. So I, if I get I on my PS5, I know that's what. I'm, like, if I get on my PS5, I could have three people come over. I don't even have three people that, that could come over. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's like such a thing of the how past. How many PS5 controllers do you even own? I own two. Okay. Does it come with two? No, it comes with one, and then I bought myself one. Yeah. Um, like seventy bucks. Yeah, honestly. Um, but yeah, I I thought that was wild when I saw that. I was like, holy shit, they still do they still do four players split screen games. And I've seen a lot of uh content on Kirby the Forgotten Lands, and it looks really fun. It does. It's a shorter game. Like mm -hmm. people are like, it like you'll that's probably one that finish. I'll that's like one that I'll cop in the off season. Yeah, I'm sure like most people finish it in like 10 hours, people are saying. And uh, like that sounds short. It's really not. Like that's how games kind of like used to be. Most most games used to be like that. Um, ten hours is a, a good. No, that's a good, good chunk. Good investment in my time, I would say. Oh, for sure, and I think that's just and that's not including any of like the post game collectibles, blah 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 stuff. I think that's just if you golden path straight through, it's ten hours. All right, we are going to take a quick break, and then after this, we are going to have an interview. Uh, we have a special guest, as always. That's why we call it Pixel Pals, right, Zach? Because we always have guests on. Yes, we have multiple pals. Uh, I don't. Uh, King Gabagool is a fellow teacher and gamer and uh, does some cool things. So we're going to be talking to him later on. I have to realize that I think I have my desktop audio on, so I'll have to edit that out. But we'll be right back. We are back. We are joined by King Gabagool, a fellow teacher and streamer. Uh, King, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. So King is uh, a streamer, but he plays, I'd say, mostly Valorant at this point. Um, and I'm also uh, addicted to Valorant. I did spend money on a skin the other day for a gun that I never use. So uh, Ooh, buddy. <laughs> how, uh, King Gabagool, how long have you been playing Valorant for? Uh, I've been playing probably for a little more than a year. I think I started last January. Are you big into the rank scene? Recently, recently. recently. I started off not playing ranked because it was my first, uh, really my first game ever on PC. So I was really bad. I'm still pretty bad. <laughs> but um, I started getting into the rank scene more after I got a little more comfortable and trying to grind. What is, um, as someone who's recently played his placement matches, um, and I was on stream, so I couldn't get too toxic, but uh, there it was definitely there. I was losing it for a little bit. What's something that you do that kind of makes you keep your cool a little bit? Something that makes you not, uh, you know, get angry at teammates or angry at the game or enemies in general? I, I do try at my best to stack with my friends when I play. Uh, at least a duo, if not three, four or five people. Um, well, you can't four stack anymore, but recently we've been running a lot of five stacks and it's easier to not get mad at your teammates when you have to like see them again. Um, it definitely keeps the emotions down a little bit. <laughs> um, but last night we played this game that we got absolutely ripped. Like it was just terrible. And we went into an unrated and we just clowned around for like six rounds, just did the dumbest thing you could possibly do on every agent and then forfeited. And it just kind of like smoothed everything over. And then we went back into it, and destroyed the next team we played. 
And it's just it, like anything stupid to like reset your mental yeah, is really it, good. It resets it. Um, yeah, I, I, I was going through it yesterday playing, but <laughs> what, uh, what agent do you play for everybody that plays Valorant or may not play Valorant that's listening? Um, you have like different agents that you have to select and it's kind of like, I mean, it's made by Riot, the same uh, developer as League of Legends. Uh, what is one that you, what's your go-to? It's changed a lot recently, but I've been playing a lot of Brimstone. Uh, oh. Love. Whoa, controversial take. I, for those of you out there, I have fucking no idea what anything about Valorant. <laughs> I could, like that could be the best decision you've ever made. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've been playing a lot of Brimstone. Usually, I'm on a Smokes or a, an Initiator character. I'm not confident enough to play like a duelist. I started off with Sage, but then yeah. I. That's who, I, that's who I play. Um, so just for anybody out there listening that doesn't know what Valorant is, aka Zach, I'm doing this for you, Zach. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh, Valorant is a 5v5 competitive uh, shooter, kind of like CSGO, except you have agents that have different abilities. Um, you can blind certain parts of the map with like smoke oh. screens that make you like entrance. Like you have, to, you have to plant or defuse a bomb. And, you know, people will hold angles to try to like watch you, you know, enter the sites. And so like a smoke is something that is going to allow you to, you know, maybe get onto the site without being seen or give you an advantage. Um, so that in and, and a duelist is like a champion or a legend. I, I keep bringing it back to League of Legends. A duelist is someone who is, you know, going to be primarily like the damage dealers. Like they're the first on the site. They have abilities that make it easier for them to kill people or, you know, take sites and have and like press that advantage. So there you go, Zach. That's a quick little rundown. Love it. Something uh, Overwatch. <laughs> what uh, what rank are you currently? I just hit silver two again last night. I finally made it back up. Um, it's been a, a grind. The rank reset hit hard. It hit like a truck. So I was like high silver two and then the rank reset hit and it put me bronze one. And I had to go all the way back up. And I just, I don't have the time to play it like some people do. I only play like two or three times a week for a couple hours each time. So, I mean, maybe like six games a week that I get a chance of like ranking up and all that. Um, but we're, we're climbing up there. And we're, we're getting better. I don't really care so much about my rank uh, because I've come to learn that it doesn't actually matter. I was playing a game the other day and I, I, I tweeted out pictures of it. I queued in with a literal professional on the other oh, team. I, I did like see a, that. a legitimate professional. Twitter, yeah. And it was the worst experience of my life. The worst. It was so bad. I killed him once. So I, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was bad. Uh, and just like League of Legends, there is kind of, I don't want to say like a major problem, but like people smurf. So they'll like make a new account and um you know play when they're obviously at like a higher skill level and they'll be playing against people who are like bronze like i was playing a game yesterday where there was like obviously a smurf like we're five minutes into the game this person has not died has killed all of our teammates multiple times and i'm like what are you doing here what are you doing here um so yeah what about what do you think about some of the agent reworks like yoru and um uh just like there was like a bug the other day where like it wasn't making a sound when you're diffusing the bomb from a certain distance that that bugged me play on words there but that <laughs> bugged me man i the amount of rounds i lost because i wasn't able to hear the defuse um i've been learning a lot of lineups too so like for anyone that doesn't know if you're if you're playing a specific agent that has some sort of like <clears throat> grenade or molly you can learn how to shoot it off of different things like kind of like physics geometry esque stuff and have it bounce and land where the spike is so you can stop them from diffusing or you can stop them from planting and you have to stand pretty far away from most of them so you're at a safe distance so i'm waiting to hear like the sound cue that someone's on the spike so i can shoot my 
my Molly. And then the round is just, it's just lost. I'm like, what do you mean lost? How did they diffuse it? I didn't hear anything. That drives me crazy. But the agent reworks are actually awesome. Like the Yoru one, especially is probably one of my favorite reworks they've done so far. It, it frustrates me because his new thing is that he can send out like a decoy, um, like kind of like Mirage and Apex Legends. Mm -hmm. And I'd shoot it every single time. Like I, I can never not know that it's not him. So you can never be too sure. Yeah. You well, when, always... when you shoot it, it like <laughs> explodes and it blinds you for like five oh, seconds. Yeah. You can't see a thing. It is crippling. That's rough. Yeah. Is that bad. like an, is that an area of effect type thing too? So if say I was right next to you and you, oh, so you could just screw me over mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Some teammate you are. <laughs> Uh, another thing about Valorant uh, that Zach might not know is like your teammates like have these things called flashes, right? So you um, different characters have these things that they can like throw and it will like blind the other person. So they have flashbangs. Yeah, flashbangs. Okay, except yeah. they work on your team too. So oh if no, you... so it's Call of Duty hardcore mode. <laughs> yeah. So yikes! You can run with some randoms, and next thing you know, like the sky is like blasting birds next to you, and just you just die because of it that's happened to me um i also played sky and i did it to a lot of people without realizing <laughs> what uh what uh, valorant's probably i'd say one of the most competitive or one of the most watched esports right now do you stay in touch with the esports scene i do yeah it's it's really exciting i've never really followed esports before but getting into this game basically at the birth of it and being able to follow the pro scene from the first land all the way till now. It's really cool. I feel like I, I have a really good grip on what's going on and watching the pros helps me a lot doing stuff in my own games too. Like they really do help showing strategies and agent compositions and just, you know, watching them laser people from across the map is also really satisfying for someone that can't do that. So. Yeah. It's helped me like break a lot of bad habits in the game. Like I, I would, always reload after a shot like no matter what like call of duty style and mm -hmm. then like i i watched like a few pro games even just like streamers in general and they're like no one was doing that and i was like oh i'm the problem okay I not be doing this. <laughs> um now I, I this is i know zach i know you haven't heard about this but i'm going to talk about it anyway have you heard about the controversy with um i don't know if he only streams valorant but jason r oh. uh yeah Okay, so to, I'm gonna fill Zach in. Me. I'm uh, Phil Zach in right now. So Jason R is a streamer. Mm -hmm. uh, he's he's got like seventy five thousand followers on oh, Twitter. Wow. I didn't really check out his streams because it's just not that kind of content that I enjoy. But he um, is in there in a lot of hot water right now because he is like does not. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you for Elfred. <laughs> right. So Jason R does not play with women. Oh, uh, no. So he, no, it goes way worse than that. It's oh, way worse man. than this. So, it, so he oh. would always say that his game was crashing whenever he would be, like queue up with a woman. <laughs> and he would literally, like he was just all, he was just all F4ing his computer. Like he was just crashing sorry, his game I, on purpose. I, I'm not, it's not, I'm laughing because it's ridiculous, not because it's like funny. No, I know. But like, what? So, and then he- It like, gets worse. Yeah, he doubled down on it. And he was like, well, I don't do it because out of respect to my wife. And like, okay, like I, I maybe uh, weird, still yeah, weird, still, um, yeah, very weird. I still. mean, unless you're trying to bang these girls, <laughs> then. that's exactly like kind of why everybody's upset with him. And there's a lot of people defending him. So, I mean, not surprisingly, but Jesus, uh, he is like, he's relatively big. You know what I mean? A lot of people know who he is, and now this is like all kind of crashing him around him. And then King said, explain the meme that you just sent in the <laughs> to me on Twitter. And because I'm going to segue into this meme. After I thought it was the perfect this. segue, like yeah, the yeah. perfect one. So 
the other night on this guy Tarek's stream, he's a huge Valorant streamer. Recently, he's blown up. He's averaging like 30, 40,000 viewers per stream. Um, he used to queue with this guy, Jason R, and he stopped when all these things started to come out. And he said, he publicly said, I don't agree with what he's doing. I don't like it. I don't think he's a bad person per se. Maybe he has his reasons, but I don't support that. So I will not be supporting him. This guy, Jason, attacked Tarek like head on while they were both live on stream. And they had like an hour long argument where Tarek basically just put out the most genuine correct points mm-hmm. and jason r just kept saying you're getting off topic why didn't you support me like a, like a bumbling <laughs> idiot and he kept calling Tarek an l friend because you know adults get to use those terms when yeah. you game i guess <laughs> so i sent the meme of <laughs> will smith <laughs> backing the shit out of chris rock and, <laughs> and will on will smith it says Tarek. <laughs> and on and on Chris Rock's face getting whopped by Will Smith, it says L friend, because the whole argument, Tarek, just like dismantled Jason R over and over oh. and over again. And then and, a- and then afterwards, so there was that video of Jason R where he literally said he says fuck like 30 times in a span of like nine seconds. Like he gets he's so upset about it. Then he releases a statement where he's like taking accountability for my actions. And then I read it. And I'm like. This dude didn't say sorry at one point, no point in this thing. And he was basically just saying like, I was, you know, I did bad things to my wife when we were younger. So now I do, I'm like, dude, you just have to say sorry. Like that's like, yeah, that's the have, first step here. Yeah. I don't yeah, want your life story, bro. Now we are recording on Monday. So we're a day after the, the Oscars. Oscars. The, Zach, what, ha- <laughs> what happened last night? Um, So Chris Rock doing his Chris Rock thing, making jokes. Um, one of them was towards Jada Smith, who has a known condition called alopecia, which is a hair loss disease. Um, so the joke was, and I quote, Jada, I love you. Can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane, too. Going to be awesome. To which Will Smith, Jada's husband, laughed at the joke. However, 20 seconds later, he gets up on stage and with just the most impeccable form I've ever seen, slapped Chris Rock right across the face and Chris Rock was just so taken back. He was like, oh, I don't know what just happened, but I just got slapped the shit like out of me by Will Smith. Will Smith's response was keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. He said that like three times. And Chris Rock was like, dude, it was a joke. You were laughing about it. What happened? And then Will Smith just went on about like, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And he was like, all right, I will. Um, 20 minutes later, (laughs) Will Smith wins an Oscar. And he's like, I'd like to apologize to the Academy. Um, You know, kind of like my role in, uh, in, in King Richard, um, I, I'm a protective husband and, and father. I'm like, bro, don't, don't, like, like, don't do that. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big Chris Rock fan, so I thought it was fucking hilarious that Will Smith smacked him. I don't condone assaulting your friend, like your colleague on live TV because someone got a little bit offended by a joke, though. I think that's where I lie. I'm not on either side. I like don't don't make jokes about diseases, but also don't assault people, I think is where I'm landing. King, where do you fall in this spectrum of uh, drama? I think I'm close to that. I think I lean a little more towards the Chris Rock side, not because I condone making fun of diseases because I don't, but I don't think that the slap was the correct answer for the situation. Like, was it amazing? Absolutely. Will I be watching this on repeat for the next four months? 100%. (laughs) Will this be a stream notification? Definitely. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But like, that was wrong. Like millions of people were watching. And I 
I am most impressed with Chris Rock's ability to just stand there and then move on with the show. I and know. Like, like laugh at it and then just keep going because that was not a friendly slap. Like that was Mm-mm. powerful. I that mean, was a painful just looking shot. Look at the meme. Look at his form in this meme, man. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I think it's impre- it's it's impressive that he was able to take that hit and like immediately like not like go down. Like mm-hmm. Will Smith, Will Smith's kind of a strong dude. I watched He's him a big in, guy. In, in Ali. Like he trained to be like a boxer for that. He's movie. a big guy. So thankfully, I, I I who knows what would happen if it was a closed fist. Um, oh, I know. There's like a lot of bad takes on this though online. Like I saw someone who's like, he could have killed him. I'm like, I'm like he, no. he slapped him <laughs> in the face. Like, let's not That's okay. Not. I'm not, I'm not saying it was okay. I'm just saying I don't think he would have died. Like, I, I don't think anybody Chris Rock was fine. He started talking five seconds after I know. That. Now, let me ask you guys this. Because some people are saying, well, Chris Rock was clearly coming after Jada's condition, but was he though? Like I, I'm, I'm curious. I don't. I personally don't think he was, but I might just be ignorant to it. Like, I mean, I, I don't feel like he was directly being like, "Get it," because you have alopecia. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, which I do still think the joke. Like, regardless, it was just in poor taste. Like, oh, like, like really, like, like that's kind of a kind of a low blow there. Regardless, but like, I mean, like, because I feel like that's the defense I've seen for Will Smith. They're like, well, he was making fun of his wife who has a serious condition. Like I, like I said, I might just be ignorant to it. And like, I don't like, I don't really know, but like, like what, what's your take on that? I don't know. I mean, from what I've seen and I've, I've seen a lot today, I've, you know, on my lunch, I was really scrolling. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that Chris Rock didn't know that she had alopecia, but I can't, I cannot bring myself to believe that not one person from the Academy that, greenlit all of these jokes and things like that didn't know that she had some sort of deceit like, that's what like, i'm saying too though there's no way that got past all of those people and that so and like and that's why i'm like why i'm in the camp of like i don't think it was aimed at her having alopecia because it is like i mean she's not like she hasn't been private about it she's made public statements saying like i have this disease yeah. mm-hmm. so that's that like i like to believe that that's I mean, yeah, like, cause I mean, for, for those of you that don't know, sorry, pulling the curtains aside for you guys, um, these jokes, these jokes do get greenlit before they're able to go on and perform. I did not know that. Oh, sorry, buddy. Uh, but there, I, like, I'm just gonna, like, I, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. I did see that, uh, listen, and none of us are experts. I'm just gonna put that oh, out God, there. No. Like, this is just, we're just having an open discussion. Chris Rock, like, produced a documentary about, like, black women's hair. And like, you know, like the culture behind it and all like, you know, like the discrimination that some people face. And I'm like, that's not very good for your brand right there. Man. Oh, God, like, no. if you just did this documentary and you're going to make fun of someone's short hair. Obviously, I think that there's could have been handled both sides. What I would have liked more than the slap was for Will Smith to just go like Kanye West unhinged, like not fight him. But like when he goes and takes his Oscar, like he just doesn't even address the Oscar. And he's just like. Fuck you, Chris Rock. Fuck you. Like, See, and like- I would like that way more because I, if that was the case, I 100% team will. No question. It's the thing of, and I was saying this before we were recording. If I, if someone made fun of my fiance when we were at a stand-up show, when I got up on stage and slapped the ever-living daylights out of the guy, I wouldn't be able to go sit down and then receive my Oscar 20 minutes later. I would be taken to jail for assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean- you know, that and that's the world we live in. Celebrities kind of get away with 
shit like that. Um, and it doesn't seem like they're going to press charges. either. No. However, the Academy did put out a statement saying we definitely do not condone the actions of Will Smith at all. Like should have handled that. He should have handled that a lot better, which I, and again, I, even if like, if Will Smith had to do something in the moment, don't slap the guy. Be like, Hey bro, really not cool. Do not appreciate that joke. Say, say you're sorry and let's move on. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I, I, I personally, like, I don't condone violence like that. I saw this hand. I need to pull it up so I can quote it correctly, but I did see a tweet. Um, it said violence is never quotes proof of love end quote. That's a deadly idea that has fueled and excused domestic parentheses and all violence for far too long. I didn't know we were supposed to bring like citations to this. Act. I didn't know. Sorry. I'm just having fun here. Which, and which though, like, I think that's very true. Like, I mean, it is that whole thing of like, oh, well, I love my family so much that I just had to do it. It's like, well, I mean, let, let's be held like a smidge you're, accountable here. You're a grown adult. You can definitely exactly. control your actions. Like you ever there are so many better ways, man. And I will admit this. Will Smith has had a rough couple of years. So like, I feel like that's also why I want to just give this one to him. It's like, you know what, dude? Yeah, you like, honestly, you've had a really shitty couple of years. Like, you know what? Sure. We'll give you this. Yeah. What were you going to say? Um, I was just, gonna, I lost it. Um, no, I was just going to say that like, it is like a really shitty situation on both sides, but mm-hmm. I think we're all just going to enjoy the meme potential. Oh, this. I know. Like, I don't want to is- make light of the situation, but the fact that I, it happened at what, like nine o'clock last night. Mm-hmm. And now my Twitter algorithm thinks that this is the only thing I'm interested in. Yep. I'm getting, this is a first off perfect format for a meme. Second off, I want to see more celebrities hitting each other. I think <laughs> yes. this is a fun thing that could start King. If you had to have two celebrities fight each other, who do you, who would you pick? Oh God, that's a great question. <laughs> oh, I already um, have mine queued up. I'm ready. Well, I, I didn't know Will Smith and Chris Rock would be on my docket, but I think it might be now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe like an I undercard. Know, I, I, I want to see the rematch. <laughs> How is Chris going to retaliate? Um, for oh, me, man. for me, it's John Cena and The Rock, the two fucking like most swole dudes in Hollywood, because I feel like that would just be a really just great brawl, you know? I, yeah, but they're both too. The showmanship. I know. Would be yeah. incredible. I know. It would be like, well, they're both former wrestlers. Exactly. Like, like, so I think that it wouldn't really be a fight. It would be a show. That's what I'm saying. That would be damn really entertaining. Cool. Damn entertaining. Um, yeah. What, what's what's yours, King? What, I think what? maybe. I'm trying to think of the second one. I want to see someone beat up Tom Brady is basically <laughs> what I'm trying to get to. Here. Yes. Yes. 100% yes. Will Smith beat up Tom Brady even. I'll take that. That would be great. I would take that. Yeah. yeah. I would love it for someone to be like like Danny DeVito beating up Tom Brady. Like yeah. just oh. the sheer like, <laughs> Danny, cr- craziness that would be. Danny DeVito dress up as the garbage man. <laughs> I'm the trash man. I'm the trash man. you the trash man. I, I get in the ring and I throw, I throw trash everywhere. Someone's got to take Tom Brady out to the trash. It's, uh, it's time for him to go. Um, yeah, I'm done with that guy. Yeah, I, me too. I, I, we both, me and Zach, I, I don't know how invested you are to football, Zach. No, but, I'm fucking sick of Tom Brady, though. Like, yeah, okay. uh, get over We're, yourself. This is coming from two people who grew up in Massachusetts. I hate Tom Brady with a burning passion. Yeah, he's outlived his... I, uh, how do I how do I wear this? He's just, like I don't know. I feel like he's not the shiny new toy anymore. You know what I mean? Where and it was it was nice when he was on the Patriots and we were winning it all the time. But now it's kind of at the point. And like I don't know that whole business about I'm going to retire. And then someone this is like my favorite thing ever. Someone bought his football, his like last career thrown football for half a million dollars, and then 
like 12 hours later, he said, I'm coming back. I'm, yeah, that poor just, guy. Oh, dude, I'd be suing the Brady estate. I'd be like, what the fuck, bro? I think this, this sucks. Yeah, that, that stinks. I couldn't oh God. imagine if you spent like $500,000 on a football, nonetheless, on like a ball. And then he yeah, came I mean, back well, yes, and he also, literally took all the worth away with a tweet. What are what are the odds that that wasn't even the actual football? It was just some football yes. that they got at Target. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, go just just circling back real quick. Like I said, I don't condone either. Like I mean, I, I feel like I I did kind of sound like I was very pro Will uh, uh, Chris Rock making a bad joke. I'm not. I really like I I like I said I don't think the joke was in. I think the joke was in poor taste. I just both both sides are wrong. Before we switch topics, I need to say my two celebrities. It's yeah, oh, Pete, yes. Pete Davidson and Robert Pattinson. I would love <laughs> to see those two skinny guys go at it. It would be the funniest thing in the world. Oh, uh, oh moving God. on, King, um, your fellow teacher as well as me, Zach works with children. Um, I do. He works in a, he was worked in schools and stuff like that. I have. Uh, what? Uh, why do you do it? no i mean that in a nice way possible like we've all worked with children we willingly go to work with kids every single true. day so like what brought you to that career like what what um because you have to go to school for it i'm assuming uh what kind of made you want to do it i don't know when i was younger i always liked working with children you know when i was in like middle school and high school i, I always enjoyed doing that kind of stuff. And I, I trained karate for a long time and I eventually became an instructor at the school I was at. And I did like the little kid class, like the five and six year old class. And I loved it. So I just figured the only job that you can, well, I thought the only job you could sustain yourself on working with children was being a teacher. So I went to school and here I am working with, you know, elementary school kids. And looking back, I, I mean, I could lie and say like, Oh, I wish I went into sales or finance or like something that would make me rich, but I would be terrible at that because I don't like it. I like working with kids. I I think Mm -hmm. they're like pure and like really innocent and they have really good thoughts, even though some of them are like absolutely crazy. And I think I'm right where I should be in my career and like what I should be doing. And I think it's just a nice, like a wholesome profession that you can learn a lot from while also teaching a lot. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like whenever I'm kind of second guessing myself or like, I'm like, oh, I could have like gone to school to be like a programmer. Sorry, that's my dog. Uh, I could have gone to school to, you know, do like computer science. And then I'm like, but would I have fun doing that? Like, would I be able to have these interactions in my day to day? Like, would I be able to like see the difference that I'm making? And most times I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I would just be like working a nine to five on Zooms and shit like that. And that's mm-hmm. what that's what it, do, it does for me. Zach, what about you? Um, I could not agree more. And so my area of the field is different than your guys's. So I am an ABA therapist, which is applied behavioral analysis. So I work with children and adults on the autism spectrum. Um, and I, I think I do it. For me personally, uh, I mean, I just, I, I'm, I mean, it's a skill. I'm, I'm good at it. Like not to toot my horn, but like, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm good at it. I feel like I go to my job and I do a good job every time I'm there. Um, and I just, I feel like with that, it's something, I mean, you know, it's, it's like any other condition or like disease, like you don't get to control who does and doesn't have it. Like, I mean, these people need help and they need people who want to help and are willing to help. Um, so that that's personally why I do it. And like, uh, King said, um, 
being able to go, or was it you? Someone said uh, being able to like see the progress. Like, I, I think it's a little bit more apparent in my job because we t- we're teaching them different life skills. So, you know, teaching it to them and then seeing them apply it. It's just like, I don't know. There's just like a really good feeling to be like, yeah, like I, like I, I help them to become more successful in their day-to-day life, which is, it, it's just, it, it's a cool feeling. It's, it's a really cool feeling. King, could you see yourself doing elementary school forever? Would you want to try out a different age group? <sighs> it's a lot. Elementary is the toughest grade. I yes, will I was by that. Yes, I worked at an elementary school for almost two years and it was it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. So I started in a high school. I started teaching ninth grade special ed English. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot. Uh yeah. teaching Romeo and Juliet to a bunch of students that didn't really know how to read well was very, very hard because I'm sure. God, it's hard to get through that book when you can read well. Yeah, <laughs> I was just um, going to say that Shakespeare was a not a not a big page turner. No, um, and then I moved to the elementary school, which is where I want to be. I think eventually, what I would like to do is go into administration and be some sort of principal in an elementary school. I think that would be mm-hmm. like a happy medium where I can still like see the kids and like work with the kids a little bit, but then I can also make a bigger difference in the whole school culture and, and what actually happens and how things are taught and brought in and out and stuff like that. I don't think I could do another 30 years of strict elementary school teaching. I I think I I would burn out. I say that all the time. It's like, you got to be switching something up every few years. Mm -hmm. I think being a principal would, would be like, it would be not, I don't want to say fun, but it would be like a bigger challenge. You know what I mean? It's like, once you kind of get the challenge of like, oh, I'm delivering my lessons every day. Like kids are getting it, you know, mm-hmm. we're having fun. Now I want to take on the challenge of like, how can we, you know, like you, like you said, change the school culture. Like, what do we want every kid that walks in this building to leave with? And I think that there's, I've worked at schools, uh, not the school that I work at currently, but the school I left there was such bad administration that it, it killed, it almost like killed my love of teaching. Like I was almost going to quit and just be like, mm-hmm. if they don't care, why do I care? Like, why, mm-hmm. what are we all doing this for? Yeah. Um, so we need, we really, we, we need good administrators. I was just going to say we that need people like at the top who understand and, and want to fix yeah. the problems as well though. Cause I know there are plenty of administrators. They're like, ah, I mean, I know it's a problem, but I don't really care to do anything about it kind of thing and that that also sucks because i've been on the end of that where it's like hey we are like so grossly understaffed to the point where we can't even do our jobs effectively can we get even just 20 minutes of help here and it's like oh well i mean no because i just don't want to take the time to really think about how that would work and it's just it's frustrating it's frustrating sometimes are things mm-hmm. calming down at your school? Po- like, I don't want to say post COVID, but like as cases are going down, things are opening up, like, you know, some schools are uh, not doing mask mandates. Are things kind of calming down? Is it kind of feeling like it was pre COVID or are you still we're, kind we're of- We're getting there. It's, yeah. mm-hmm. there's the remnants, like the mask mandate is optional now. So like, there's a lot of students and teachers that don't have theirs on. I've taken mine off because I'm just so done. Like yeah, trying no, to project I, over those kids for so long. And like, it was always down I was just when I was teaching that, yeah. anyway. Like it's, if I'm sitting next to a kid, I wear it because I mean, kids are gross. Like we yeah. can be honest. <laughs> yeah. like, COVID are. or not, like they get sick all the time. Dude, they're like, gross. The but I've seen, I think the only thing that I really miss that we haven't gotten back is my carpet where I can like have them all come to the smart board. Oh, okay. I oh can, yep. Like, manage them a little better. Like if they're all at their desk, the amount of Sharpie that I find on their arms at the end of the day, like, <laughs> dude, like, put the Sharpie away. Come on, man. 
Uh, yeah, our, uh, my school that I work at, uh, we have a mask mandate still, but, uh, next week it gets lifted and I'm assuming <laughs> that, I mean, it, it's just hard. It's really hard to teach with a mask on. Like mm. at first I was like, it's whatever, but like the more you need to like articulate things and the more you're like talking for long periods of time, you're like, this is, this is hard. It, it's yeah, not easy. Like I would teach like phonics lessons and stuff where oh, you have God. to like show them how to like say the letter and you can't like, I'd be like, Oh, right. Oh, and it's just, it was awful. I'm, I, that's kind of the same boat that I'm in too, where like a lot of the times you are trying to teach the phonetic stuff. Like with my younger kids, it is, I'm trying to work on like different pronunciations with them. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm not supposed to take my mask down, but I'm sorry. It's also, I feel like with all children, it's hard to like, because I, I like to make jokes. I like to, I like to tease. I'm, 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 you know, that's just kind of who I am. And sometimes it's harder for them to tell, like, I'll say something and they'll give me a look and I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm not, I'm not being serious. Like, and it's kind of sad. Cause it's gotten to the point where one of my kids has to always ask, Mr. Zach, are you, are you teasing me right now? And I'm like, yes, I am teasing you buddy. But it's just it's sad. Cause it's like, I mean, you can only, you can only see my eyes. You don't, mm-hmm. you can't see the rest of my face or like, I mean, you can't tell if I'm upset with some like you can't read my facial expressions with the mask, which is a also just a huge part of interacting with people on, on a day to day. I know so many kids right now have are like I don't want to say stunted, but they that's a skill that they're gonna really have to learn at an age where it's kind of a little harder for them to get it because mm-hmm. you know I'm, for those of you that don't know when you're when you're super teeny tiny little you learn the most because your brain is developing at like crazy speeds. But um, like, I know so many kids where it's like, they just can't read facial expressions right now because like most of the, their interactions with peers for their life has been with masks on, which is kind of sad. Or in a computer, like last year when everyone was home, they, they forgot how to interact with other kids. So Mm -hmm. when they all came back, like they would like walk up to the front room, like so-and-so did this. I'm like, okay, tell them you didn't like it. Like, really? I'm like, yes. Like, yeah. To the person next to you. (laughs) Yeah. It's and and like that. Yeah. That, that really sucks. That's and like, it's, it's super sad. And I mean, I feel like even before COVID there was always that kids like, Oh, they're looking at me. I'm like, yeah, they, they got eyes. Don't know what to tell you about that one, (laughs) but yeah, but it is that thing of like, Hey, uh, they hit me. Okay. So go like, go tell them to like that. that, That's not cool. And they just, they don't get that because they didn't have to, they've never had to deal with that before. And now that, now that we're like, I don't want to say post COVID, but now that we're, we're, we're down, in the end game. Yeah. Um, like I know a ton of teachers in my school, even at the high school level, they are only assigning work on the computer. Like the kids are like going into school and they're still opening up their laptops and they're on it for, you know, six to eight hours, however long we're at school. Oh, crazy. And like, I I'm trying to shy away from that. Like I do like a lot of paperwork and stuff like that. Have you found that like, and I know certain like age groups, like elementary, like, I don't know if you use like iReady or other diagnostic software, like, of, like, it's all about diagnostics. It's all about, you know, teaching mm-hmm. and like getting data and stuff like that. Um, do you notice that like students are like a lot more engaged in activities that are like offline than they are online? I think it, it depends on the activity. They love their iPad time and I hate yeah. giving them iPad time because I know they yep. get enough of it or they had enough of it. And yeah, like sometimes it just takes a little extra for them to not like want the iPad. Um, I personally couldn't stand Google Classroom and like online work and all that just because in the, the peak of it, I was doing kindergarten and it was just impossible for a kindergartner oh, to yeah, like yeah. work mm-hmm. that. You know, so I would have all the the angry parents 
rightfully so that they would have to like babysit their kid to do their work. Um, but I find that something that was really interesting was a couple of my kids were like overjoyed to write, like physically write with a pencil because they just didn't do it anymore. And like that never, like it's the little things that you take for granted, Mm -hmm. like as an adult that you just like do that you forget that you had to like learn and then you see them learn it and enjoy it. Like this one kid was like, I haven't wrote on a piece of paper in like a year, a year and a half. I was like, well, here's a whole notebook. And he went to town. He just started writing whatever. I was like, this is like really cool. And also like really sad. But now it's like, it's better now. Yeah, We've had Mm -hmm. more time. All right. We got a little bit of time left. We're going to come full circle. We're still, we're going to end on Valorant. We started on Valorant. We're going to end on Valorant. Let's say you're Zach. You've never played the game before. And it might seem a little overwhelming because I have a, my friend Stella uh, is recently getting into Valorant. Uh, and she was asking me like, what are some tips? What are some tricks? And I was like, I don't know if I'm the first person that you should ask, but here are some things that I've learned, you know, trial and error. What are some things that like, if somebody was interested in the game Valorant, that like they should know, or like might help them kind of not have such a huge learning curve. If anything <laughs> comes to mind. Oh yeah. So I started playing Valorant and you know, it was my first game on PC. I just built my first computer. So I had played, you know, like Call of Duty for a while on my Xbox and all that, but I was not used to the whole crosshair placement thing, the whole precision aspect of the game. Um, and I learned the hardest of hard ways. I posted a clip on TikTok that I thought was like good. It was I good dis- game sense. I distinctly remember the clip that you're talking about. I, I turned around. Yeah, you were like fighting people in the comment yeah. section. <laughs> yeah. I like turned around and I shot the guy and it was like four foot shots, but I won the fight. And I got roasted. It was the first video I ever had that broke like a thousand views. And people said some pretty disgusting things. Um, most of it was pretty tame and just mean, but some of it was like really disgusting. And I had to like delete comments because yeah. I was so like, wow, people really said that. Um, but just put your crosshair around the corner, like just leave it right there. And you'll get so many free kills just by doing that. And it took me so long to actually like do it. But now that I do it, instinctively it's just makes the game so much easier just put like right like right head level right next to the corner and then click yeah the head level thing kind of threw me for a while i'm getting better at it um and just uh in reference to your tiktok comment section um this i mean yeah cesspool (laughs) The, the, the community as a whole like is kind of like league of legends where it's like it isn't kind of toxic um you know don't be afraid to mute people like i learn that the hard way where I was like, oh, but it's a team game. No, if someone's like being really disrespectful, like just mute them. It's not going to, the report system's really well too. Like I've reported mm-hmm. a few people and then Riot's literally like, oh, that person's banned. I'm like, oh. Yeah, within like minutes yeah. Yeah. you get the notification. Because they like are checking voice comms now too. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, just keep that in mind. Like people are mean, especially when they have anon- like, a, like an anonymous platform. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. It's crazy. I think that's what kind of turned me off partially from just all first person shooters where I'm like, I'm not particularly having fun hearing about how bad I am. Like, I'm sorry that I, I, I have a full-time job that requires a lot of my attention and that I can't dedicate my life to shooters and be very good. And I just kind of was hoping to jump on with a couple of my friends who are in the same boat and play a game that we kind of enjoy. And instead I think it's really mean. And then I turn mean and then I just don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Valorant has some not like you can play unrated, which is like the not rank, the full, you know, 
uh like you have to get to 12 or 13 yeah it's the yeah. same game just no yeah. stakes at all but then mm -hmm. there's also like spike rush like i love playing spike rush, I love where it's, spike just, rush. Like, it's a quick four round game you have random weapons oh um, you don't buy anything and like no no one's really toxic in spike rush because you're just like oh it's a spike rush it's like yeah, playing just a running around it's like playing uh a ram in league of legends mm -hmm. it's like the stakes are much lower like no one cares like so if you do want to get into it i would definitely suggest playing some of those before you hop into like an unrated yeah i definitely play with your friends like yeah one of one of my friends he lives in new zealand he asked all of us who live here in america to play in a tournament with him on the australia servers so we all played with like 400 ping and he had never played the game before and we just clowned around the whole time and had the best time just doing the dumbest stuff and it's just like eventually you'll pick up like if you want to get good you'll, you'll pick up on the stuff that it takes to get good but if you're just out there enjoying yourself and like in the company of your friends and people you want to be around it's so much better it's just so because you avoid the toxicity and you avoid all the stuff that makes the game bad and that's what video games are all about that's why yeah. i try never to take them too seriously like mm -hmm. i'm never trying to be like the best player or like i'll work on like game sense and stuff like that like i don't, I don't want to say like don't ever try to get better but like video games are fun this is supposed to be fun we're having fun exactly exactly is there any game that's coming out this year that might take you away from? Valorant? I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you that too. Oh my god, twins! Oh, I don't know. I haven't really looked too much at the ones that are coming out. I know that a few good ones did just come out, like Elden Ring, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yep, looks really, really good. Um, I might, I might check that one out. Lego Star Wars does look very yeah. nostalgic, like very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I'm a little excited. I'll probably end up getting that and playing through some of that. That's um, one of my most anticipated games easily this year and probably the last like three or four years. I just, I cannot wait for that one. And a few ending questions. What do you do? Like, I know I, we, um, we're going to like link your socials and stuff. Like, so if you're comfortable with that, we'll put your uh, Twitch stream and stuff in your Twitter and all that stuff in the comments or not the comment, like the description. What do you do outside of content creation and outside of teaching? What, what's something that you enjoy doing? Like as a hobby, not as like a, you know, um well i like to eat a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh no i like to go skiing in the winter uh, nice. i play a lot of golf in the warmer months oh i love we got a uh, golf we're not that far away from each other no we're not i'm I, terrible at dude, golf I, play. I became obsessed with golf like three years ago and it's never it's it's gotten bad since then but yes it's been, <laughs> yeah. it's been a, a money pit that and valorant yeah that's where my paycheck goes <laughs> and my rent <laughs> um that's that's the general span of things I, I like to take trips with my family a lot we go visit people i have a really big family so we go all over and visit a bunch of different people each year usually um but yeah i just i'm really into content creation even though i don't actually post anything at the moment i like making and editing videos but then i don't always follow through with the posting video thing so i definitely <laughs> have to get better at that but uh i did get this fancy pants new camera so i'm gonna oh, try it, and shoot some real life is videos. that the one you're using right now yeah it, it looks nice I still have to learn how to use it. It's really complicated. Yeah. There's a lot of I, settings. I looked into like DSLR mirrorless and I'm like, I don't think I'm at that stage yet. I don't know how to edit yet. So um, yeah, it's, um, it's cool. I gotta, I gotta practice more. Cause I do enjoy, I, I made a couple of videos on my YouTube channel that people really enjoyed the edits for like this no, yeah, Minecraft I've, I've seen, series. Yeah. I, I love your Minecraft series. Yeah, that died really fast, didn't it? <laughs> okay. I'll have to go check listen, those out. Listen, I start a new idea and I'm like, this is it. This is my new content. Like I'm doing this from now on. And then a week later, I'm like, 
well, I wish I could take that back. Like, not, not that I <laughs> yeah. didn't enjoy it, but it's just like, you don't have that same passion. You know what I mean? Like, you don't always have that same passion a week later, or a month later, or two months later. Yeah. I made like two episodes in my, I showed my friends the beginning of it before I posted it. And they were like, you have something special. Like, this is it. This is what's going to like blow up. And I was like, hell yeah, man. And that was the last one I posted. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like six months. All right. So we're running out of time. We got to go golfing together. I'm going to hit you up when it starts getting warmer. Are you, You're outside of the city, right? New York? I'm, I'm in Brooklyn. You're in Brooklyn. Okay. First off, my um, I visit Brooklyn pretty frequently because my wife's best friend uh, lives there. So next time I'm in, I'm giving you a call. We're going Sounds out. Good. We're going we're gonna to hit a bar. How many Absolutely. times have you seen Spider-Man in Brooklyn before? Is, is he stopping crime left and right? Uh, No. No, he... Why not? He's a little busy with the uh, whole no one knows his name thing. Uh, I did yeah. go and watch the movie a few times, though. That was pretty oh, sweet. man. I, I was going to say a meme that I saw, but then I was like, oh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who I, potentially hasn't seen I, it yet. I haven't cough, seen, cough, I haven't you. seen cough, the cough. one yet. What? Uh, I'm I know. Gonna buy it. I'm going to rent it on Amazon. I was I, it's told, a, I, I saw it four times in theaters. I so watched, <laughs> you have no fucking okay, excuse. I watched Far From Home like as uh, the new one was coming out. And I was like, oh, this is sick. Like this is the best movie I've ever seen, and then I just never ended up following through to watch the new one. So. Far from a uh, hot take, far from home. It was fine. Okay, it's fine. I, don't put me down like that. No, I, I enjoyed it. No, <laughs> I, I sorry. The takeaway that I was trying to get here was if you thought Far from Home was amazing, just wait till you watch No Way Home. Yeah, No Way Home is something. Something else. special, oh, dude. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up here. Uh, King, thank you for taking the time to talk to us tonight. We covered a lot of topics. Oh my god, I know. Um, if you yeah, enjoyed, thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. Uh, we'll definitely have we we got to hit the golf course. Um, <laughs> we uh, if you enjoyed any of these conversations, if you want to get better at Valorant, or if you just want to watch someone play Valorant, uh, be sure to check out uh, King Gabagool streams. I am a King Gabagool subscriber. I think I'm going on like eight months, nine months. I don't wow. know. I, I've, been, I've, I'm a, I've been in there. It's um, been around. Yeah, I've been around the time. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, thank you for making it out here and, uh, pixel pals out pixel pals out.